0: Sasha Power is here just to let you know that we now have mugs. So if you would like to get your own horror stories mug, please visit kellyaaron.com. That's k e l l y a a r o n.com. Thanks all. Welcome to Horror Stories. I'm your host Kelly, and I'm super excited to have with me today my friend Joe Freestyle. Joe, welcome to Horror Stories. I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm so happy
1: to be here. I'm excited.
0: Good, good. It's a great day to just kind of have the windows open and um, just kind of have some chats. Got a little, uh, got a little beverage there and a little caffeine, and we're ready to go. So. Okay, so I usually talk about how we met, and we just met through friends. Um, can you please give me your pronouns?
1: Uh, my pronouns would be uh, he, him. Yep.
0: Yeah. Great. And your age? Uh,
1: 47,
0: almost 48. Uh, what is your sexual orientation?
1: Uh, straight male. Okay.
0: And your relationship status? Married. Okay, cool. And what part of the country uh, do you live in now? Uh, Kansas City. Great. And where did you grow up?
1: I was born and raised in central New Jersey, about 15 minutes outside of
0: Manhattan. I haven't spent a lot of time there, but the time I have spent... Um, it's just got a lot of flavor. I like it there. Do you make it back there? Do you make it back there? I don't get back there, uh, quite very often.
1: Uh, it's not a good place for me. It stinks. I mean, there's people I love there, but I don't get back very often.
0: Right on. I hear you on that. Um, and, uh, what is your current relationship? Um, your marriage, is it, you mind sharing? Is it open or closed? Very close. Yes. Okay. And what is your experience with different relationship structures? Have you ever considered yourself polyamorous? Have you ever dated more than one person at a time or been with more than one person at a time in that way? Oh, yes,
1: certainly. Uh, when I was, you know, obviously a younger man, um, prior to meeting my wife, um, you know, growing up in the, uh, the eighties and nineties, uh, I started uh, being exposed to uh, nightlife culture, uh, being so close to the city, all of uh, uh, the different uh, flavors uh, that were around. Um, It was a melting pot, and uh, I sampled from all the pots.
0: Yeah, and we can all... A lot of us saw that Party Monster movie. We know there was some crazy shit that went down there. I don't know, like Studio 54, but for a different era, if you will. You know, rest in peace, Angel. If you know, you know. Okay, so would you say, have you always been sort of adventurous?
1: Uh, I, been thinking back on it, Kelly, uh, yes, yes. The answer would be yes i didn't realize it until i sort of saw the outline of uh what we were going to speak about today um, but yes I, I knew very early on that i was um, into different things than most other people were
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and would you say like about how old were you when you started looking around and thinking like, Oh, these people like this thing over here, but this is my normal over here. And it's a little different. Um,
1: well, I would say that uh, Doc Martens and thigh highs uh, and industrial shows uh, and goth girls uh, was the first like, holy fuck, I, uh, that is just so hot. Um, and, uh, and that was so different from, um, you know, the cheerleaders and the girls that I went to school with, you know, I, I was an athlete growing up and, um, just so different than what I saw at, on my every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's piqued your interest in a way like, hmm. Oh Yeah.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Well, it seems that Mrs. Freestyle is the queen of the goths, so you did good there, my friend. You did good there. Yeah,
1: that bob haircut and the garters, I mean, gets me every time.
0: Right on. <laughs> well, let's see just how adventurous you are, Joe Freestyle, with a game that Sasha and I like to call Pro Neutral or Nah um so uh, pretty self-explanatory let me know how you feel about each of these things and if you have a little antidote a little story a little memory you'd like to accompany this with we love to play the game in an enhanced way like that so um pro neutral or nah um cock and ball torture
1: oh pro yeah um and uh you know I, I was a uh I'd like to think I was a prolific masturbator from a very young age. Um and uh you know, I know all young boys do it a lot. Um uh but I can remember um when I was, you know, getting mystery erections in history class at, you know, the age of eleven and uh excusing myself uh to go jack off in the bathroom at school um before I produced any semen or ejaculate because it felt good um and I'd be in there for an hour before I knew it just you know beating my meat red um so uh (laughs) that evolved to you know more curious things and again I'm 11 12 years old and you know I've got these boners all the time and um I start tying my balls and my dick up with shoelaces uh, and beating it like that at home. I mean, it was when I, I I was just like, it was like my, my, my full-time job was, was masturbating um, at that age, you know, for like three or four years straight, you know, I would cut school to jerk off.
0: Oh, I get it. I, I get it. Did (laughs) you end up, did you end up, um, A little bit later, just out of curiosity, did you end up having, this is fast forwarding, but did your earlier masturbatory habits affect your ability to come with a sexual partner because of like death grips or extreme gripping that perhaps a like vaginal canal could not replicate or was that never a problem?
1: Nope, never a problem. Um, The sensation was so much different um and pleasurable in in such a different way
0: Uh, Mm um
1: you know like i said a strong breeze could get me going uh, Mm -hmm. as a tubescent boy so
0: sure sure (sighs) now let's go back a little bit with the shoelaces like where did that like did you see that in a porn did you like for instance okay on episode one of this podcast um you're we're probably this is probably going to be our 24 second 21st or 22nd episode but in the very beginning my co-host sasha powers talked about how she saw aladdin and aladdin's all tied up and he's like in the water or whatever and she said her six-year-old like oh like just something was happening there she was noticing so did you have something like that sort of prolific at a young age that you saw that kind of Because you know, you don't know what you don't know, or were you just like that lace on my shoe? It looks like I should put it around my dick and tie a bow on it. Is that was that just more (laughs) like you are just creative in a way that you figured it out yourself?
1: All of yeah, I mean, all of the blood was rushing to that one area, and it seemed like the more pressure and the tighter that I could grip that uh engorged area, the more pleasurable it was for me. I don't
0: know where it came from. Right, right, right. It just, you knew it felt good and that worked. Now, did you, did that carry forward in your later life? Like, for instance, um, and once again, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but it all kind of ties in. Like, has adult Joe Freestyle ever had um, his balls and cock tortured by a dominatrix?
1: Um. So uh, again, being uh, exposed to all of the things that I would want to be exposed to, um, I had gone to uh, Manhattan to a a goth club uh, and wound up leaving there and going to a a BDSM night. And I forget the name of the club. It was like a Tuesday night. It was like a weird night of the week. In any way, there was a dungeon in the club and there were dominatrix is working and they uh, had harnesses and they would you'd get tied up and beat on right in on the deck, da- what would be the dance floor in any other club. Um, and uh, that went, I uh, f- went from there to going to a scary, scary hotel with one of these uh, girls. Uh, and by scary, I mean, there was like one bathroom on the floor and, uh, the room was probably by the hour. Um, uh, if you went to the bathroom, the one bathroom on the floor, there was an actual hole about four feet wide that you could see through to the bottom floor. Um, and we lived in that hotel for several days. Um, and, uh, it was just a, uh, drug fueled, um, exploration.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh
1: yes there was cotton ball torture there was uh a lot of nipple play there was uh some uh, electricity play um she came fully equipped with like all like a utility belt of of toys so it was uh uh I had gone to the city with some friends and they didn't know what happened to me. <laughs> and I basically went MIA for several days. Um, and I was with, uh, with, a with a dominatrix, uh, and I can't for the life of me remember her name. Um, I
0: was just going to say she was mistress who?
1: <laughs> yes. I can't for the life of me remember her name, but I can tell you that she had, uh, devil's fallen angel wings tattooed on her back, her entire back. Um, And that is the one of the uh, strongest memories I have. And then your prototypical uh, goth chick.
0: It's fascinating. That is such a great story. Okay, we're going to hit, we're going to, We're going to go back and get some details about some of this as we go along, because I'm going to need a little bit more about that, Mistress. (laughs) I'm going to need a little bit more. But yeah, the cock and ball torture thing is really uh, fascinating and um, interesting. I read a book um, called, I think it was called Mistress Scarlet, about this woman who had been a professional dom in L.A. for a year. And uh, she talked about how she and her friends rolled into a burning man one time. And there was this um, tent that was supposed to be this, you know, outrageous sexual acts going on. And she and her friends walked in and said that it was just kind of uh, real vanilla, just people fucking in front of each other. So they started some cock and ball torture among each other and themselves and she said before she knew it she looked up and they had cleared the tent out (laughs) like there was nobody else in there (laughs) yep I love that story about how you know people think they gonna be turbo and then you meet mistress scarlet and she she'll set you right so Mm -hmm. kind of along those lines Joe pro neutral or nah uh, latex and leather.
1: I would say, uh, pro latex. I prefer that over leather. Uh, so we'll just go with pro. I, I just love the way, uh, a woman's figure looks in latex. It is, uh, the, 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 the shiny, accentuation of, a, of the woman's figure is uh I don't want to get hard here at your kitchen table
0: so because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow some accounts in different places of women who are into wearing the most just luxurious, really cool fucking latex outfits. Some of them are accompanied by hoods. So the only thing you might see is just, you know, so not total sensory deprivation, but maybe their head's covered and you've just got an area for the mouth and the eyes and the nose. How do you feel about the hooded thing? Are you just into the body thing? Are you going to, you know, are you into the, you know, am I going to,
1: uh, uh, sub the GIMP. Yeah. I will definitely use the GIMP's mouth for sure.
0: That's a yes. That's a yes. (laughs) Yeah. The artistry that goes into some of those fucking outfits is unbelievable. So, okay. I like that one. Pro neutral or nah, uh, bondage. Oh, pro. Pro. Now you got, you got a little bit of experience, uh, in that genre and were you the one tying or were you getting tied up
1: both i would i'm i'm what they consider switch uh but i prefer uh dong um but i'll i'll beat this up
0: so do you know what you're doing with a little rope like can you do a little shibari tying i'm not talking about anything suspended but can you do a little tie up
1: Uh, i can do some boy scout knots is about as advanced as that gets
0: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yeah there's there's so many that are just absolutely beautiful the corsets the leg ties the that's the kind of stuff that I think is really cool but um so that's a that's a pro on that huh um would that be a pro like you'd like to maybe see or explore more of that someday or have you left your bondage days behind you Joe Freestyle
1: (laughs) uh that remains to be seen. Um, I, I will, will say that uh, uh, I am lucky that I've gotten to experience all of the things that uh, I have. And I know what I like. And I've gotten to do them. But I'm not. I'm a man of many flavors. So uh, it, a lot of things do it for me. Um, so possibly, you know, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. my if my uh, wife wants to. Mm -hmm. You know, but that'll be up to her.
0: Right on, right on. I like that. Let's leave it up to her. Speaking of leaving it up to her, let's go back to the pro neutral or nah. I think we understand where you're going to hit in this category, but I want to talk with you more about it. Pro neutral or nah, dominatrix and uh, other BDSM sort of sub dom relationships.
1: Um, That'd be a strong pro
0: strong pro i am
1: i'm I'm very uh very in the i I will answer in the affirmative i uh, love the dom sub relationship it uh it does something for me there's something beautiful about it um uh just giving in to your partner um it doesn't need to be uh the uh exaggerated uh pornographic uh things that you see. Uh, uh I'm not into uh, uh abusing my partner in any way, um which uh you see all too much uh in the adult films that you that you would see for this. But yes, I think there's something beautiful in um giving into your partner, trusting them, and um, being a tool for their pleasure,
0: as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been involved in any kind of 24-7 sort of uh, sub-dom contract situations? No. I haven't either. I think that would be so uh, fascinating and um, interesting to see how people would incorporate that into their everyday lives. And like you said, it's not somebody walking behind somebody with a dog collar and a leash. It's not about humiliation, no. Right, right. It's just, I think of it almost as more protection, you know. My subby little heart just wants you know, statty issues, but let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> okay, let's talk about um, pro, neutral, or nah. Um Ask play in general. Let's start with rimming.
1: Um yes I will eat an ass. How
0: about do you like to have your ass eaten? Uh, I don't know it's walking by. I live in <laughs> Mid- I live in Midtown uh, and my windows wide open. Hello you, Midtown. You
1: know I I actually was a fan of it the uh couple times that it's that that I was at the receiving end of that uh it, it I could take it or leave it uh but I do love eating ass. Mhm
0: mhm. How about, um, have you ever, uh, had a prostate orgasm? Never. Um, would that be something that you would be willing to try?
1: Probably. Probably.
0: I've only done it to somebody one time and it was pretty fucking mind-blowing. It really was. It was really a cool experience, so... I would just recommend. be afraid
1: that if I enjoyed it, then I would want it all the time, which gets back to my masturbation as a full time job, right? But just mm-hmm. I'd be asking my wife to massage my prostate daily <laughs> before work. And hey, honey, can you get in here? No?
0: Mrs. Freestyle is busy. So, right. yes, that might not always fit into the repertoire. Um, How about fisting? Have you ever fisted, been fisted?
1: Never been fisted. Uh, uh, Made it 48 years and that's always been an exit for me. Um, I uh, have gotten as many as four in a partner, Um, Mm -hmm. but I have gigantic kielbasa meat hooks. Oh,
0: wow. That would, boy, be able to feel that one. I hear you. Was it, each of those times, was it just vastly different? Was the reaction vastly different? Was Uh, it the same, was it the same woman or different women?
1: Different women. I would say with the first one for sure, because it was the first time I had tried it. um, One and two digits. uh, Was pretty much the same. Once I got to three and four, uh, it was, uh, I was able to reach in and touch areas inside of her that uh, I guess she hadn't had touched before. Uh, And uh, I could tell that she had uh, her pleasure level did increase.
0: Well, if you think, have you ever seen a 3D um, image of a clit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes all around. It has like You know, there's just this giant top part, only a little sticks out. And then you got these things and then you got these bat wings underneath those things. And yeah, it's all embedded down there. So if you're introducing something like, you know, fingers or a fist or whatever in the right places, you're actually stimulating that clit through the membranes and walls of you know, rectal tissue, uh, vaginal and vulva tissue, like all that stuff. So that makes a lot of sense. So, um, so that sounds like an interesting experience. Really cool. Um, pro neutral or nah, uh, exhibitionism. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Fan. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's due to, uh, there was one <laughs> summer, uh, while I was going to college, uh, and, you know, was on some break and I was working at a, uh, honky tonk bar in New oh, Jersey gosh. of all places. Um, wow. you know, country line dancing, icky breaky heart, mm. the whole, like, and I hate country music, uh, uh, modern country music, I should say. So it was kind of a, uh, torture for me. So I guess that was a little masochism, but, um, I worked with a, a, a hostess at the place, was probably 35 or 36, uh, brunette. Um, she had bolt-ons, divorcee, um, went to the gym every day. Hus- the husband had left her for a younger woman. And we would go after work, uh, 10 11 o'clock at night, down the street, to the park, and have sex on the benches uh as cars drove by. I mean regularly. Um, so it was uh it was a huge turn on. Um and uh God, terrible, but I can't remember her name either.
0: Well, bless her heart. We're talking about the memories that she has created for you and you know, yes, a young, impressionable
1: Joe Freestyle.
0: Yes. How old did you say you were at this time? 20. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Okay. How about, uh, tell me about pro neutral or nah edging. And we might want to explain what that is for listeners who don't know. Joe, tell us what it is and then tell us, are you pro neutral or nah? Uh,
1: I'm pro. Uh, so edging, uh, I guess the easiest way to explain it is it's, uh, it's controlled ejaculation. Uh, it's when your partner, um, for lack of a better term and easy way to explain it, teases you and does not allow you to, uh, complete. Uh, so there's a degree of torture, uh, to it. Uh, there's a degree of, uh, the dom-sub, uh, relationship. Uh, and yeah, uh... Mrs. Freestyle uh, is real good at it.
0: Nice. Is that kind of work in conjunction with, um, I've heard of tantric sex. Does that kind of work in conjunction or is that just a, a practice and maybe edging is a part of that practice?
1: It's possible that that's derived from that practice.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's exciting to kind of get in that zone where you just have the prolonged Pleasure, but you don't reach the point of orgasmic inevitability. Um, mm-hmm. So pro on that. Okay. Pro neutral or nah? impact play.
1: I am okay. So we'll go pro with, uh, some impact play, some spanking, some slapping, uh, some like choking, um, all of those things are pleasurable for me. They're good with me. They're not part of my uh, everyday repertoire. But if I want to mix it up and you want to beat, beat the shit out of me, um, I'm all right with that.
0: Uh, do you like it stingy or thuddy?
1: Uh, I prefer that you try and hurt me. So thuddy.
0: So you're not afraid of... a. Uh... You're not afraid of a cat-a-nine, a single tail whip. Ooh. Okay. Um, how about like, can you mix a little like pro-neutral or nah? You mentioned gagging. Tell me more about that. Would you have a ball gag in your mouth or what do you mean by gagging?
1: Oh, just as, uh, asphyxiation, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, limiting the breath of your partner, uh, whether that be uh, them choking you, you choking them during intercourse choking each other during intercourse, uh, just asphyxia, uh, in general, um, uh, Michael Hutchins, rest in peace,
0: rest in peace of in excess. And let's go ahead and just add a disclaimer that never breath play is very dangerous. You really have to know what you're doing and never, ever, ever, ever do anything auto erotic where you're by yourself don't ever 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 do that and um, and, amen. and if and if you can even just simulate because let's face it what we're talking about here joe largely are like it's like dress up role play fun play for adults You know, Mm -hmm. you're just you might be naked. You got your genitals out. Maybe your cocks in a cage, but it's the same thing. So you can actually, you know, you could simulate some kind of play like that. But um, but yes, that is something that is very varsity level. And a lot of like um, doms that uh, Dan Savage has on his podcast won't even um, won't even engage in any kind of breath play. But um, but uh, I like that fantasy. So. We did talk a little bit earlier about how when you were holed up for a few days with Mistress what's her name, who made a huge impact, still talking about her today, didn't you mention a little electricity? Did you mention a violet wand or a tens? What was she, it? She
1: had a uh, she had uh, I believe that's what they call it a tens unit because I've had them in the past medically um, and. Uh, with the with the sticker things and uh it was uh and then she had like uh, what i can only describe as a miniature cattle prod it was a, a wand of some sort i've not seen one since um but that was my big foray into that uh scene it was just taking a, a week off of life and uh exploring um but and yes that- so it was it was electro electric stimulation to the genitals, the nipple areas the uh, uh, whatever the medical word for your taint is uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with the tens just so we can talk to the listeners about that is that where you like? You, you um, tack down the electrodes. Like, let's say you're going to do it on your penis. You tack down some electrodes. Are you tacking some down in one place and some down in another? And then when you turn the tens on, the electrical currents go between the devices that, that you, you know, the electrodes? Or yep. is that so, how it works?
1: So it was like the two, uh, she would do the uh, front and back the sides of the shaft while erect and then, uh, turn it on, turn it all the way up. Uh, and, uh, you would have, I would have, uh, a muscles, a forced muscle spasm of the penis. Uh, it would, it would jump and, uh, sort of twist a little bit. And, uh, it was uh, it was painful initially. Um, the longer that she left it on there, the more you would get used to it. Um, but it for the most part, it was an on off thing. Uh, and when I least expected it, she would turn it all the way to fuck back up.
0: That that's goddamn fascinating. I've never played with one of those machines before, but Wow leaves a picture in your mind. Okay. So pro neutral or not nah, pregnancy and lactation.
1: Oh, pro. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, as I said, where I'm from, um, how I spent my, uh, my teenage years in my early twenties, um, One particular evening, I uh, went home with uh, a girl that I was acquainted with from um, the Roxy nightclub uh, on Friday night and went to uh, her apartment, and she was uh, a Latina girl, and she was a tiny, itty-bitty thing. I I mean, maybe 110 pounds, maybe 5'5", real short hair. Uh, which I, I I had a I had a short hair bald uh, phase uh, for for the girls that I would go after. Um, we went back to her apartment, and I had known this this girl, and um, we had kind of been eye fucking each other for a while. And this was actually going to happen. She didn't have any children that I knew of, um, but uh, as we started to get hot and heavy. Um, She squirted my dick with milk from her tits, from her itty-bitty tiny little titties, uh, and then started sucking me off. Um, And I don't know what about it uh, excited me. Um, It wasn't a feeding thing. Like I didn't want to suck on them, uh, and drink, and drink the milk. Uh, but just the fact that she was able to produce this milk and what she was doing with it, um, kind of turned me, it was very kinky. Uh, and it, and it, and it did it for me that, that particular evening. Um, and then of course, fast forward, um, uh, I'm married with children. Uh, so my, my wife's been pregnant a few times. Um, and, uh, Whenever she was pregnant, I mean, I was all over. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Uh, the beauty of woman, the, the beauty of child. I don't know. Um, but uh, yes, I, I love me uh, a preggers. I do.
0: Now, how old were you when you had that experience where that woman did that? Where she?
1: Uh, I was 22-ish, I would say.
0: I could see where that. That is would be mind blowing at any age. I just once again, it's like we look back at these people that sort of formed these layers of our sexual history and how things are developed and formed. And I just want to say thank you. Okay, um, pro, neutral, or nah? Uh, water sports. You like a little pee pee Joe freestyle?
1: I'll
0: go nah on that one. Nah, nah. Okay,
1: cool. Doesn't do cool. anything for me.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. How about uh, pro, neutral, or nah? Puppy or pet play? Uh, would you ever um, led somebody around in a leather puppy mask and told them what to do, or <laughs> smack smacked a horsey on the bottom, or um, uh, pulled a no. foxy furry tail? I,
1: I would say I am neutral because I have yet to try it. So I'm not going to knock anything that I have. I haven't tried, but I've not had the opportunity yet.
0: A little bookmark there. Yeah. Um, pro neutral or not nah, sounding.
1: Now you'll have to tell me what you mean by sounding.
0: Absolutely. So. Sounding is where a device is taken usually a metal rod or a glass rod and it's placed into the hole of the penis and it's dropped down and it goes into the urethra. And then usually like I've seen a demo where they've dropped it in there and they've done hands free and it'll just go like <sighs> until it hits the bottom of that urethra and then it'll stop. So it's or there's a rare situation Um that book I was telling you about, Ms. Scarlet about the dom in L.A. had an A-list celebrity Hollywood client who liked to come in and she would finger him with her whole entire finger. In the years. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So have you yeah so have you ever <laughs>
1: uh i mean i i'm just the implications to that are just the, i mean uh I, I don't know enough about anatomy um to know this but i mean i, I don't imagine that it's uh Ooh. similar to the vagina i mean if you uh if you stretch that thing out right it's uh it's not coming back right so if Mister scarlet had you know A normal person finger and not like I don't know that just doesn't sound like a good idea Um, (laughs) it would require special underwear I mean it's just
0: all right um (laughs) I
1: I think that uh, I would probably try it Uh, I don't I have to learn more about what it is that that is doing uh, to deri- that that derives pleasure because I, I don't know honestly, so we'll go with neutral.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah, I've only seen a demo uh, at a club here in Kansas City, um, and and it was uh, it was damn fascinating. I'm gonna say that. Okay, pro neutral or not, nah, uh, cop cages or chastity play. Haven't had the
1: opportunity um, for for any of that um no i've not had the opportunity for that so i will go with neutral because again i'm open to just about anything once so
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: i'll get back to you on that
0: okay cool how about um group sex pro neutral or nah
1: pro yeah um in my married life no um previous to uh being married uh that was a fairly regular occurrence for me. Um, we, uh, uh, I traveled around the country with um, my best friend who was a DJ and uh, the three other guys in his company from rave to rave to rave uh, basically for half a decade. Uh, and along with that were many rooms filled with five of us and five or 10 girls and just
0: sort of debauchery sort of like the mattress switching
1: it was you know even even in my college days when i went to college i went to college with uh my best friend from high school and uh (laughs) we moved into the dorm rooms the first day and the dorm was it was an art school so i'll tell you that much Um, and the dorm was actually an old best Western hotel. So if you can picture, you know, like a three level hotel and a hotel room was, was our dorm room, right? So there's a bathroom and then there's just this open space. Um, and, uh, the first day that we were there, our parents left and this is kind of getting off track. Our parents left, uh, we walked to the first head shop we could find bought a bong and went back to our uh, dorm room and smoked like we had been uh, uh with, like we were free men um and uh that first night we were put on uh, uh, uh probation because we got caught uh with our room oh. smoked out but that's neither here nor there We, we were, <laughs> i graduated uh but we had an agreement that unless we were. Um, in a real committed relationship with with a girl, if we were just bringing a girl back to the room, um, or girls that uh, we couldn't make or ask the other person to leave, um, and it wasn't a uh, well, you have to you know have sex with my my, my roommate as well, but more often than not, um, the girl would engage. Uh, and and bring me or bring him in and uh yeah those those good times
0: good times was it mostly um well you said all different kinds of combinations um and you know people that you were friends with in the same room having sex so that's kind of cool that it wasn't some weird awkward thing Mm -hmm. um uh, cause sometimes straight guys are weird about that shit. You know what I mean? Like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. It's like, look, if we do DP, you're going to fe- be able to feel my dick. Okay. Yeah. You just need to get over it. Yeah. We did
1: our best to not cross swords. Right. As they say mm-hmm. in, the, in, in mm-hmm. the frat house, I wasn't a frat boy, but, um, we, uh, you know, things happen. Um, but, uh, it was, uh, always a, uh, collateral damage. <laughs>
0: Okay, so pro, neutral, or not? Nah, speaking of double penetration, you ever done it?
1: I have. Uh, I've never had it done on me. Uh, so uh, I'm a virgin there, uh, nor am I interested in it, just to be clear for your audience. Um,
0: I'd be a leap if you just went from nothing to that.
1: <laughs> let me just
0: tell you, yeah, as uh, somebody who, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: Uh, actually, uh, with my, uh, with my, uh, roommate in college. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we had a girl request it. Um, and, uh, more than happy to, I mean, you, you're just like, you're basically not even a grown up, right? You're, you're still a goofy teenager who's got a little bit of freedom, um, and has maybe had sex a few times in high school. Uh, and all of a sudden you're being asked to do this by, you know, Uh, a girl who grew up in a cornfield in Nebraska um, and hasn't been out of her daddy's sight. And uh, yeah, I mean, and in my experience, those are the, uh, those are the biggest freaks.
0: Totally. It's like, you've had to keep it together on this farm for so long and you just want to break out and uh, have some dudes stick some dicks in your holes. Will you, (laughs) Were you in the, which, where were you, which, where were you occupying? Do you remember? Oh,
1: yes. Yes. I was in the vagina.
0: Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> Hope that wasn't too personal a question. No. Okay. Um. So have most of your kink experience sort of been in private or would you say a lot of them had occur- have occurred in a dungeon kind of setting where there have been other people around?
1: I would say that I've more than the average person uh, I've been with other people or in public, mostly with another couple or multiple couples.
0: That's just really cool. Like there's a lot of people that it's hard for them to wrap their head around being able to be intimate and sexual with somebody that you're also friends with. Um, but, but it is a possibility. Um, and the the first, my first
1: experience with that Kelly was, um, wasn't my roommate actually. Uh, my mother brought myself and my two brothers to NASA on the Bahamas for my high school graduation. So I'm the oldest. Um, the middle brother is two years younger than I am. So he's 16, 15, 16 at the time. And then the youngest one is five years younger than I am. So he would have been uh, 13. Um, so in any in any case, uh, in the Bahamas, there's no drinking age. And my parents had divorced, and my mom was trying to you know get back in our good graces. So she was allowing all of us to drink, including my 13-year-old brother. Um, he would overdo it and pass out because he was 13. Um, and we would, uh, meet single girls that were on vacation as well. And, uh, a couple nights in, um, we ended up going to their room. It was three girls, me and my brother. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, exploration fuck fest 93. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, we were high-fiving each other. Like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> right. Um, right. Just like the biggest Epic. fucking nerds, like, Oh my Epic. God, I'm, I'm in a movie right
0: now. Epic. I mean, it's like, you can't you, like, you're, you don't even really know if you're enjoying it or not in the moment. You just know you're going to be something you're going to be talking about. For oh, a long, for sure. long One of those things, like I said, the layers of the onion of the sexual exploration and experiences early on that paved the way for the future. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's a great story. Oh my God. Um, have you ever tried something you weren't thinking that you were into that ended up kind of blowing your mind?
1: Uh, well, yeah, the, the, uh, the lactation thing was like out of left field like i didn't it, it kind of scared me i um, like <laughs> it scared me that there was milk coming out of her breast because i didn't know that she had, had a kid and she didn't um so i still to this i'm gonna have to have my wife explain how that's even possible um when i go home tonight because i don't know
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but yeah that was... that's one of those like fucking fascinating and that you weren't expecting like just mm-hmm. out of left field out of nowhere you never know what you're gonna like, get when
1: you have a new partner right But then, absolutely
0: they,
1: they whip out the nuclear bomb on you i mean it's like
0: whoa. i know like dang uh let's it's have like two, more of it's that. Like if i had
1: two penises right she'd probably be talking about that you know 30 years later
0: absolutely good god knows um Did you ever think that you'd be really into something that turned out kind of weird, unexpected, or sort of scary and kind of a like, uh, not for me kind of way? And we're not putting anyone down who likes it, but we're just saying, has there ever been anything like that for you? No,
1: I I think, um, although I've experimented quite a bit uh, with many different things. Um, I've always sort of known where the line was. I I know what I don't like. I know that I know what wouldn't, uh, I I just can't wrap my head around. So uh, no. No.
0: For the most Uh, part, been pretty.
1: For the most part, I I lived uh, as a younger man, like nothing could kill me and I would live forever.
0: And That's the time to do it. it, I was going to say, that's the time to do it. It's like you, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever done porn?
1: No, thank God uh, that our technology wasn't available that it is today.
0: I've said that a million times. I've said that. Thank God. God.
1: I believe firmly, Kelly, that I am the person who came up with cams. Right, I, I had the concept in college because I, I had uh, a couple uh, girls living with me that uh, that were dancers, um, and they were always bringing their dancer friends over, and and I and you know we had dial up internet and AOL. and I'm like, man, if I could only get cameras in all the rooms, have them sign up for wow. people would pay me for wow. subscriptions. To be on like some real world stripperville, you know, oh I mean, my god, and here we are. It's, it's every, everybody has an OnlyFans. I might, I mean, maybe I'll start one. I don't know.
0: Seriously, why not? I mean, that is that is uh, oh my god, you could be the Zuckerberg of uh, OnlyFans if <laughs> yeah, if only just, uh, it was harnessed back in the day. Seriously, oh my and god, and I had
1: put the bong down long enough to write it down, right? So.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I hear you on that. I hear you. Have you ever been paid, um, to, uh, do any fucking, uh... no, but
1: I, you know, I, I'm, I'm for hire. Uh, mm-hmm. my wife wants to start paying.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. um, do you have? I mean, we talked about some stuff that maybe you hadn't done, but you would be open to. But do you have any specifically unfulfilled sexual fantasies, Joe?
1: Um, I would say that uh, role play situational. Yes, um, aesthetic. Yes, uh, I, I I really dig the uh, the new um, whatever they call the the, the look the the e girl or uh, uh, pastel goth look uh, that is uh, new and different. And uh, had uh, girls been dressing like uh, Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony when I was younger, I would have been all about it so again if my wife wants to uh dye her hair rainbow uh and dress up in pastel latex i am down
0: right on i she'd look fantastic in anything she am here to say um let's see here uh i we have covered a lot of incredible ground joe freestyle i've had an amazing time um Can you think of anything that um, sticks out that you didn't cover that you want to add? Did we leave out any any fetishes, any kinks, any nooks and crannies?
1: Well, I could tell you one more terrible story. I mean, and 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 I'm a I'm a honestly, I was a terrible, terrible person uh, when I was younger. Um, it was there's no excuse for it, but I will tell you the. Uh, the night that I lost my virginity, um, uh, we were at a, a girl's house, uh, that we went to school with, uh, that was the party house, uh, and, uh, one of the, there was a girl that I had been speaking with, uh, from out of town, and, uh, she grabs me and brings me into the laundry room and takes my cherry, um, and I'm probably 15 Maybe almost 16. Um, And uh, we finish uh, unceremoniously. It was rather quick. Um, And uh, we leave the uh, laundry room. And um, she makes a left down the hallway. There's a door on the right. And there's a girl from my high school there. She comes out grabs me, brings me back into the laundry room. Um, and uh, we proceed to fuck again. Um, and uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you, there was some alcohol involved. It was Mad Dog 2020. So decision making was not the best. Um, and I only had the one condom. So in my drunken, uh, pubescent mind, I flipped it inside out. Uh, put it back on. <laughs> And I am I am uh fucking this girl doggy style and the first girl walks outside to the window of the laundry room and she's rapping on the window angrily, taking photos, I believe. So somewhere there's pictures of me um with an inside-out condom um losing my virginity <laughs> for the second time. And I'm just it, marveling. There.
0: <laughs> I'm marveling at the fact that um, uh, uh, there's just not really much of a refractory period there. No,
1: no, I was ready to go immediately. It was <laughs> like the, the first one was a test launch.
0: <laughs> you were like, "Okay, I've got my footing," and again, <laughs> um, ready. And, I'm ready. And I love that even. Uh, the fact that there was—it was the second time—all this pressure on, you know, you're got somebody knocking on the fucking window angrily, and you're still able to keep it together. The poise that that took, uh, just hats off, hats off, Joe. I think that that sets you up for a uh, a good future. A good and then future has to, having sure. to see
1: the the girls on Monday morning and look at look at look at each other, right? Oh. You know, at school. <laughs>
0: That's right. It's like uh, that, those Mondays are kind of, uh, those first period Mondays are kind of rough. That's and, for sure. you know,
1: it's, it, <laughs> karma does have, uh, have its control of you. And and I've been blessed with two beautiful daughters, and that is 1,000% karma. 1,000%.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I have loved having you on here. This has been a blast, Joe. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning into Horror Stories. Please uh, like and subscribe. Also, we have a new Instagram. Just search Horror Stories on Instagram, and you'll be able to have some visuals along with your audio accompaniment. And also, we've got a few mugs. Uh, go to Kellyaren.com and get your merch. Spread the word. Like and subscribe again. Thank you, everybody, and. Uh, we love bringing you the episodes. Sasha and I will be back with the catch up soon. And this is going to be one right in the beginning, Joe, of uh, you're helping us kick off season two of Horror Stories. And we are so happy. Thank you Fantastic. for that. Fantastic.
1: I love you, Kelly. And everybody love each other.
0: Thank you so much. Absolutely, everybody. We'll sign off. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.